Are you ready for this? We're here! <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. I chose anybody. Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. And Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rod. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. On this three men we've known as Call Now, we have live from Venice Beach, we've got Mark Pedrotti. Mark, can you hear me okay out there? Oh, yeah, and I can see you. Ooh. Amazing. Talk about clarity. I'm glad you got your shades on. You're in the mood. We've also got kicking down the tracks and San friend, the cable car manager himself, Dave Sandrini. <laughs> hey, Dave. Oh, will this thing take me to the lower hate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that, let me see, you got your punch card? Man, guys, if you missed it last week, please check out the link to the Full Watch Party, both as a podcast and on YouTube. We watched the 1992 gem of the infomercial for Blue Blockers. This week, you got it made in the shade. (laughs) I can't say we're completely unscripted. But let's find out how to make a television commercial and try not to throw too much shade on Blue Blocker. Welcome to the show that uses real people to make real commercials. You're going to see people just like yourself trying to make a TV commercial. It's fun, sometimes funny, but it's all real. From the beautiful Intercontinental Resort Hotel in Maui, Hawaii, I'm Kimberly Horn, and my guest host is Mr. Joseph Sugarman, producer of the show. It's been a little while since we covered the power driver, the 1994 Michael McHastings and Dick Van Patten vehicle. We certainly did, and they certainly do. But one of my main contentions of that series was that I couldn't recall a time where we had to litigate our hazel moment. Somebody say muffins. Little did I know that we would soon be back in the early 90s and getting served another hot hazel buffet. You like hot fudge sundae? In such short order where, let's start from the beginning of this thing. So before the two minute mark of the Blue Blockers infomercial, we get the scrolling disclaimer, which is classic and just feels right. Following program is produced and sponsored solely by the advertiser. The opinions and claims made in this program are those of the advertiser only and not necessarily those of WTOG TV Incorporated. And then you get the talking dog puppet. Hello, people. How are you today? A belief testimonial. We're the ones that do those, the commercials for these markers. Did you ever see that? Yeah, you, you. A leading graphic for a fake TV show called Making an Infomercial. A host named Kimberly Horn. I'm Kimberly Horn. And Air quote producer Joseph Sugarman. Mr. Joseph Sugarman. Who look like cover time featured extras from Couples Retreat. I like you. Who are reporting live from the Intercontinental Hotel Resort in Maui. We took a little field trip to Universal Studios. Throwing it to an almost two minute rap freestyle from Dr. Geek in Venice Beach, who is wearing a sombrero and sliding into two foreign dialects before passing it back to the main set. I have a Universal Gym at home. Where by the time it hits. Three and a half minutes, Kimberly welcomes us back with a very convincing, it's hard to believe that whole bit was not rehearsed. It's hard to believe that whole bit was not rehearsed. They say it twice there, and I think they say it before they go to They're geek. like, no, really. They say it in most of the segments. They say now, it. what you're going to see here was totally unrehearsed. Watch. In fact, none of our stuff is rehearsed. Make it very clear, nothing that you're going to see today has been rehearsed. Hey, can you believe they said this? I'm like, I can totally believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> and I still don't believe it when they tell me that. What? The lady doth protest oh. too much. <laughs> it was such a unique ride. We were really focused on the format being so different from what we had seen before. It's the form. And what apparently seems to be a very high quality product. Quality? Like it's still out there. Buy a little butter while you're waiting there, man. They are still readily yeah. available, which is kind of a first. I mean, you can still buy magic bullets, but you know what you're getting with magic bullets. The ultimate party machine. A mug full of half crushed ice. Now. Yeah, that's a good point. Fried motor. Fried bacon covered mac and cheese. <laughs> but 
Everything mm-hmm. about this was a little bit different from what we used to. It's really fucking cool. Like just the way it bounced, it was so quick. This is called quick mass. Hit its lull, but even the lull was like kind of nice. I like that. Because even that was worth making fun of when they got to San Francisco and were trudging around on the trolley. You know what's nuts about what you just mentioned that we can still buy them? Like you can buy these ones as classics now still. I mean, the impression of these things are, are pretty huge, huge for them to keep selling these as classics. Yeah. First time we've all been like, yeah, I think we should probably get these. Well, I yeah. bought them. I've been a rich man. And I've always liked that kind of hideous looking yeah. aviator style. Guess I'll just have to pay for myself. Like the rounded aviator style. Around us. Because it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's good look. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Sam from Casino. It's a tough proposition, Andy. And you want to just walk around looking like you do cocaine. Where's your coffee grinder? I'll help. Oh, sit down. Yeah, like you want that look. Yeah. Right. You see someone in those sunglasses and it's just they have to be entertaining in some facet of their life zarp zrp or they don't have to because they got sweet sunglasses yeah i think we definitely have to respect this one a little bit more just because the product seems to be i don't know about thriving but steady adorable still out there still being pushed yeah yeah Yeah. and i don't know if this was like how they jumped out of the gate with blue blockers i'm guessing it was i'm guessing this is sugar man's thing that's usually the way these things go sugar man the pitch man the inventor yeah. the heart of the yep. business man i mean we made fun of it a lot but we have to respect it a little bit here guys you certainly did and they certainly do yeah so sugar man himself his biography is not on wikipedia i don't see any reason why it would be it's on chess programming wiki all right because he's an electrical engineer first and a marketing innovator second in less than 10 seconds what he's like an actual kind of a genius and he <laughs> has written almost every book that is referenced in direct marketing. Trainer to the trainers. That's out there. So he I used that, direct yeah. marketing to sell one of the first pocket calculators and was the first guy to move cordless phones and digital watches to direct marketing. Do I'll it, start my stopwatch and we'll go. He started his company, JSNA, in 86. 18. Which was what this fits under blue blockers. And once he got to 1990, he was like, I found the one thing I should be doing, and it's these sunglasses, and that's what he pivoted to. Can I show you something here? So he still wrote his books. He has The Seven Forces of Success, Advertising Secrets of the Written Word, The Ad Week Copywriting Handbook, Marketing Secrets of a Mail Order Maverick, Television Secrets for Marketing Success. There's two editions of that. Triggers, triggers, triggers. 30 sales tools you can use to control the mind of your prospect to motivate, influence, and persuade. Careful. That's dangerous. And a couple more under the triggers banner. Can we thank him for his service too? Let's do it. Thank you for your service. Thanks, Joe. He was in the army. He was drafted. Third round? 62. 64. Spent three years in Germany. Oh, wow. That's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Uh Uh-oh. He seems like an intelligence fella. Yeah. He is. I'm a very stable genius. That's exactly what he is. Call sign Sugar Man. (laughs) Right? We're just going to use your name. Or you're going to have to change your name. Private Sugar... You gotta be shitting me. What's your name, scumbag? You take those sunglasses off. Oh, uh, sir, they're blue blockers, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. I don't care what they are. You owe me for this, Coolio. Hey, listen, we won the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the other things while we're getting knuckles deep in sugar, man. <laughs> it's a Limp Bizkit album. <laughs> one of the big stunts he pulled was he challenged uh, world champion chess player Anatoly Karpov China? to a chess match using his chess computer computer load up celery man please that he built and offered him 50 grand to basically be like the marketing campaign for his chess computer what happened you gonna tell us? did they play you want to bet Karpov first rejected and later accepted to endorse the game but offered to let jsna spend the money on advertising to spread the word so he acquiesced in the sense of letting it be an ad but he wouldn't actually play against it Interesting. But the good thing is the headline being Soviet Challenge and the subheadline being Can an American chess computer beat the Soviet chess champion? A confrontation between American space age technology and the Soviet psychological weapon. This is Rocky 12. <laughs> I'm watching that. Yeah. I think you call that a humble brag. <laughs> that should be made if it hasn't. I mean, Netflix will pick that up, right? <laughs> so wait, was Sugar Man... I feel like he wasn't doing classic pitch. You have a good nose. Like the Jersey Boys. Oh! But maybe doing his own version of direct marketing. And, He's and, bad at it. Right, yeah. yeah. Of course he wasn't. No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. His whole thing, my interpretation of all this, was that he wasn't a pitch man. He wasn't about to pitch a product. He doesn't care about the charisma Got a long show, folks. of how do you right. appeal to these people. He was more into the science of the psychology of what draws people to buy things through 
these direct marketing channels? How do I connect someone mm -hmm. to my product directly? Trusted Thane Direct. Without having to be charismatic and likable and funny and talented. He's like, I can just be really smart yeah. too, right? That's another way to do it? Yeah. Perfect. And be like kind of like endearingly awkward and also have a really good product that's now been selling right. for over 30 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Selling sunglasses in 1992 is like fish in a barrel. It's exactly where sunglasses should be sold, right? It's the exact year. <laughs> they stopped yeah. designing them in 92. That was it. They're, we got them all. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still buy the same design. They got the blue blockers like, oh, we're good, right? And everyone's like, we're good. yeah, perfect. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Done. Yes. And then Oakley yeah. came around. Yep. Chuck? Yeah. Ooh. They threw him out of the garden. You don't want him to come around. Hey, now, JD in the straight show. Yeah. Get him right out of there. <laughs> So I want to jump back to Joseph here. Do it! <laughs> he is so different than all the other pitchmen. Like, I, he's a bad pitchman. No doubt about it. On purpose. He's like the anti-pitchman. He's like, I'm not selling you anything. Just tell me what you think. He can market himself as the anti-pitchman. I'm going to not do a script. No cardboard. I'm basically just going to say, hey, these are real testimonies. These are real. These are real. These are real. Make it very clear. Nothing that you're going to see today has been rehearsed. And that's the only thing I'm scripted on. When I was seeing some of those like Rampo Peel. Ladies and, like, and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the greatest kitchen appliance ever made. It's called Shopomatic. Arnold the Knife. You ever go to a Chinese restaurant? Those are actual scripts that they live and breathe and they bring to every place they right. do and i was like this is the most anti one of these ones we've seen it's pretty incredible that it exists yeah i think it's a lot of what dan's saying in that he must believe in the product like the pitchmen do all the pitchmen said you know believe in your thing like you're not going to be doing too well joyce you are a five you're done mm. But also thinking of the psychological method, just me watching it, I'm thinking, okay, so what are they actually doing? They're doing all these testimonials. And then it's basically just the response of each person putting the glasses on. There's a very specific kind of curiousness that you have being like, do those actually work? This guy told me about the Bowflex. I yeah. think I want to try them on. Let me see that. Yeah. They could all be lying. The problem is, is people have been lied to. But the second watch through, I was like, they're probably not. You could kind of tell that it might be earnest. Mm -hmm. Once that was happening, I was like, oh, okay. I think that's the psychological aspect here. Yeah. I want to try them on after watching this over and over. I want to go to there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really smart. Why didn't I think of that? You just have a product. Then you talk to people. Yeah. How to make a television commercial? I know you're dying for a piece of this. Oh, yeah. so what you do is, is you <laughs> just make them. <laughs> so you have a camera. That's it. That's how you make them. Mm -hmm. Just have a camera. It's like they read the wrong script. Uh-oh. It was like, oh, we got the wrong title page. <laughs> I was like, just read it. Fuck it. Just read it. Let's go. Yeah. Who cares? We just have to roll in all these clips. Who cares? <laughs> that actually might be what happened. Ours happens to be better. Yeah. Kimberly's like, I think we got the wrong title page. Do what I want, how I want, and when I want. Sugar Man's like, that's actually a funny joke. Yeah. And she's like, oh, <laughs> cool. She's like, oh, I love jokes. Hi. <laughs> yeah. When things don't work out as planned, it's time for dialogue. So for this week's product overview, I'm going to take a page out of Joe Sugarman's book and, the book and let someone else do all the work. All right, Dano. So I'm just going to read you the history page from blueblocker.com. You've got mail. The origins of Blue Blocker sunglasses started with the NASA space program. Mm. Astronauts needed strong protection for their eyes in outer space where ultraviolet rays were much stronger than on Earth. A California sunglass manufacturer designed a pair that not only blocked UV rays, but blue rays as well. By blocking Blu-ray's objects would appear sharper and clearer since blue light did not focus on the retina, which is focusing the screen of your eye. The astronaut's eye protection didn't get much publicity until a Chicago entrepreneur, Joseph Sugarman, was driving as a passenger in a car driven by the sales representative for the NASA sunglasses. The sales representative noticed Sugarman was squinting and offered him a pair of NASA sunglasses. Sugarman noticed how clear things appeared and how it stopped him from squinting. Hmm. Since Sugarman was a direct marketing expert, he immediately saw the advantage of this exciting new product, but he was told that they weren't available for sale to the public. First, because they were too expensive, and secondly, the company making them was going out of business. Not deterred, Sugarman set out to find a low-cost way to manufacture them for sales in the mass market. In his ad campaign, he pointed out the advantages of blocking all of the UV and blue light, something that the average sunglass wearer was not aware of at the time, or now. Sugarman named the sunglasses Blue Blocker, and the product was sold in magazines throughout the U.S. Soon, 
Half-hour TV commercials were allowed by the Federal Communications Commission, and Sugarman was one of the first to offer his product on what were soon called infomercials. Blue blockers became a big hit, and the company sold over 20 million pairs throughout the world on TV, through the QVC Home Shopping Network, and at retail in Walgreens drugstores. Ooh, wow. Hey, shout out to Reagan. Ronald? Also, I don't believe a goddamn thing that press release or whatever you just read. What? That's from NASA? Yeah. Uh, but Sugarman's the anti-pitchman. He's a direct marketing expert. Culinary expert. I noticed yeah. you squinting. Here are some glasses. Oh, you can't have these glasses. I noticed you're squinting, too. Yes, I... There's a new narrative. The story of Billy Bo- This company's going out of business. What? No. Randy yeah. works for NASA. Go ahead and stand right here. For... He's like, these ones are mine. You can't have them. Hey, aren't you going to be in that Bofax commercial in a couple of weeks? <laughs> I'm Tom Purvis. Keep your back straight. They were driving to Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. You guys? It's not that hard. He wanted to look at Randy, and he couldn't because Randy was glistening too bright. His chest is going crazy. After he greased him up. Look at that. Oil, ab oil. <laughs> Put keels on these babies every night. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a carb since. 2003. Want to touch these bad boys? So, uh, what's your deal, Kimasabi? Shout out to Adam Scott. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Masters champion and our favorite guy from Step Brothers, Adam Scott. Why don't you punch me in the face? Coming out of last week's viewing, I mean, like we've mentioned, the main unanswered question we had was less about blue blockers, power run, more about everyone else making infomercials. Welcome to the show that uses real people to make real commercials. And how did this not just become universally adopted as the format? Can't do it better than that. Because it felt like they were throwing a perfect game, basically. And then they ended up on that trolley. And then I guess that was, that was, I mean, in addition to all the stuff we love, that was the first time that we kind of had to furrow our brow and then just have to ask, why? Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? Why? And, as always, it's easy to dismiss this stuff as a joke, but we have to consider the whys of each show. And this time, there are a lot of them. So, forget about the fact that they, for reasons unexplained, claim that this production was a making-of video. We also make a pair of blue blocker clip-ons. There's still a lot of style here. Sugarman's approach is to find past. I had the original kind. Present. And we saw somebody wearing blue blockers. Watch. And potential. And this would be, you know, much better for me. And existing wearers of blue blockers on Venice Beach. Well, Kimberly, the first segment was shot in Los Angeles at Venice Beach. As he does this, he proceeds to really let them explain it in their own words. It doesn't seem like you have glasses on. Even if that means gigantic lapses in dialogue. Literally. A completely new technique to us as avid watchers of the pitch. Men and women who usually cannot stop talking. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's a little strange. I love this technique. You love making homemade sausages. I thought it was very odd, very refreshing, but frozen drink. Did feel myself missing a call now section that could have sent this one kind of from B plus to A. I don't know. I would have liked the breath of fresh air there, but special certified HEPA filter. Bigger man might be convincing me. And you're still not convinced. There's a lot of fresh air up in San Francisco, so that was good. There wasn't too much sun. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, we could open that one up easily. The fact that that's their only detour is very weird. Recently, I took the Roto Razor to a home improvement store. Why'd you do that? Yeah, <laughs> which makes me think it was probably just real. Sugar Man probably goes, you know, who really needs this is the. The trolley drivers. We started getting a lot of orders from a cable car company in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, we theorized last week that maybe he has, his kids are up there. And he's just like, all right, we got to go to San Francisco and I don't feel like paying for it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's also right. why he was in Maui. Right. He's like, oh, we got to shoot our, yeah. our hits in, in, yeah. in Maui. From the beautiful Intercontinental Resort Hotel in Maui, Hawaii. Because yeah. it's blue blockers. Yeah. They're like, all right, the office is in Vegas. Vegas! So you're going to Venice Beach for two weeks. We guarantee the results in six weeks. You're going to Maui for four weeks. <laughs> a lifetime. And then you have a layover in San Francisco <laughs> on Saturday on your way back to Vegas. He's like, I don't, was that a question or? Good. Okay, great. I'll see you in six <laughs> weeks. Like, oh, wow. You know what it probably is? <laughs> Are you going to tell us? Where's your script? Like a what? Oh, we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> 
After our research, finding out that he's an engineer, it could be one of those things where it's just like, dad really likes trolley cars. And it's just some weird that. thing. Like He's got little model <laughs> trolley cars all over the place. They wouldn't let the cable car manager go. The guy's like, oh, okay. The and they were invented uh, about 117 years ago. The schedule, he's like, he's like, no, 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 wait, one more thing. Exactly. How, what's the average incline yeah. and rate of uh, deceleration based on the, the impact to your brakes over the course of time? Because I was thinking that if it's at a 40% grade, the guy's like, I just, I just work here. He's like, I just wear these free sunglasses and my stupid coat. Like, and we're proud of them. All right. Bye. Bye, Mr. Yep. Sugarman. As you go- Bye. <laughs> he goes home and he's like, we got to get back out there and talk to these guys more. He's like, these trolley drivers need the clarity to see what's going on with these gear shafts because it's it's going to be a hazard in the next 15 years, I can tell. <laughs> it's better than a call now, but, but all in all, Sugarman and Kimberly are on notice at this point to us as a team with a completely unorthodox approach to the pitch. Uh, yeah, it's kind of called work. Maybe it's that sun-baked L.A. vibe. <laughs> Look at that. Oh. It's sizzling like crazy. Or maybe it's the clarity. Things are a lot clearer, do you notice? But boys, this one definitely had something. And it's a new style, and I think we all agree on that. Man. Good geek. The good doctor. Mm-hmm. Good geek. Did he really go off the cuff? And in fact, none of our stuff is reversed. I think so. Yeah. I think so, too. I think he's the only one. Make it very clear. Nothing that you're going to see today has been rehearsed. Mm, I think there's more than you think. It's hard to believe that whole bit was not rehearsed. Nothing felt like they were reading bullet points. I think they were probably coached on the word clarity. I, I can honestly say the clarity is it's it's incredible. Right? And speaking of clarity. But then again, there's sunglasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. there's only a handful of things that you can say about them. It's like a work a muscle against a muscle. And then you're going to group them together. So they had the section where it was like, everything is so clear. Everything is clear. So sharp, so clear, so sharp. And everything is very clear, very sharp. And you had the squinters. I notice you're squinting too. Yes, I... Oh, I don't have to squint. No squinting. Yeah. I hate squinting. Naturally, you're going to squint. I always squint. I'm squinting. And you had the glasses people who got headaches. That would definitely keep me from getting a headache. Sure, I don't get headaches anymore. It's just fantastic. I'm like squinting and I always have a headache. It wasn't yeah. like there's too many other things that you could ask them to say. Oh, that's better. The headache's gone. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I always assume there's going to be some coaching the inches we need but then think of how simple this yeah. is it's like what else are they going to even say like, i don't know what to say really yeah they are definitely sunglasses all right yeah. thank you Andy. yeah and bringing it back <laughs> to the psychological bit it's the little ladder that thinks big have you guys ever seen like a louis thoreau documentary yeah no he's like my scientologist He's the interviewer who kind of like prompts his subjects. He just goes on the street and talks to people. This is fun. You want to try the paint stick? How about you folks right here? He prompts his subjects with like really kind of terse statements. Don't panic and reach for the seven woods. And just lets them talk. If you promise to tell a friend about it. In a very similar way to what this guy does, where he's basically just like, they're great, huh? We didn't tell you to do anything. Yeah. And then dead. Jesse, how'd you find it to clean? There's nothing. They have to come back and say something. I've never had bread that moist in before. That uncomfortable bit of this. I like you. Felt like that. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it with like all of Sugarman's publications, you wonder how much of an influence he's had on the industry as a whole. And even guys like that. It's not bombardment mm-hmm. journalism, but like, oh, just say a somewhat provocative statement to somebody and get their reaction. Things are a lot clearer, do you notice? You're pointing them to what to say without telling them you're you're pointing them to it. You're not squinting either. Though. Which feels like the method yeah. of how things are laid out. And I'm sure if one of us wanted to really deep dive and read one of these wonderful books, then again, if he narrates one of the audiobooks, I'll buy it. This is just who I am. That factors into a lot of this stuff because there's so many different blogs. You've got mail. Articles. You get my turkey brining or marinade book. But basically, he wrote the direct marketing Bible. God! Basically, is how it's what the internet mm-hmm. tells me. Just take a look on the internet. Technology can trust that, am I right? <laughs> Uh-oh. I think there's some product alignment stuff he did here that was very smart because Keep your back straight. in these testimonials, you see a lot of like two shots of two people. Hi, Craig. What's your name? Betsy. Hi, Betsy. Oh. Or if it's one person, they're with someone else. Who wants to try some... And him giving away two sunglasses... We'll send you a second pair free of charge. ...is very smart because it's like, if it's an impulse item, you're like, oh yeah, me and my friend can just have these right now. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? I think it was very intentional that he found groups of people of two and didn't just go individual. All right, what do you think? You want to do a cheese pull? Because in the call now bit, lackadaisical call now bit, mm-hmm. yeah, it's they give away two. You know, I think it's... Well, thanks, Kimberly. He's obviously a smart marketing person. Product development and selling that, I think he kind of hit yeah. the nail on the head too. You switch tools! 
I wonder how much of it is just a numbers game. 1101, Because that's the same way when you're interviewing anybody mm -hmm. and you want to get a good reaction or the reaction that you want. I really want to eat it. The reaction that the creative yep. or the director wants. Yeah. Daddy, it's perfect. Right. You have to go yep. through a certain number of people. Real people just like you. That aren't going to be good before you get a good one. Uh-oh. So I bet. Hey, we have we have an official bet. He's just out there all day. Go for it. Now, go that's, for it. Now that's all right. And there's some stupid ones and there's some ones that aren't going to help. And that's important to me. His infomercial, but he knows there's going to be some marks out there. Zarp. Zarp. They're going to give him exactly what he wants. I don't want to get too muscular. And in this case, mm. it's like laundryless. I like that professional crease of what the clarity of a sunglass is. How do you prove a negative? Yeah, there's a reason this thing was edited together to put the exciting interviews up front. I mean, that was a big turkey, man. And then like towards the end, that's when they really start hitting the clarity. And speaking of clarity, the this, my head doesn't hurt. And the that, and no you know, the meat and potatoes of these things, but you pound it. yeah, I mean, the way it's constructed, it's like, let's hit them with to hit anything like that before. The weird, kind of all around weird guy. the funky. These are the ones that I like a two spice. And then let's kind of just. The title still doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, that one completely doesn't make sense. You crazy. Everybody knows that water and electricity don't mix. You'll kill yourself. I think no. that that was just like a misfire and he thought it was a joke. Stop laughing. It's not fun. Yeah. We'll show you how to make a video. I'm like, what? Okay. I'm having trouble with that one, guys. Could you help me wait, out of my pizza? Oh, no. Charge your battery. Keep your back straight. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's like just the <laughs> easiest way for them to make. All right, instead of cutting all these one minute commercials, this is the making of because you can see Joe walking up and asking the question that's prompting it. What is your name? Sorry. What is it? Yeah, maybe. This is how maybe. we made it. Yeah. Leave each one of those commercials 12 seconds fed. I'm going to go smoke. <laughs> you can't smoke in here. Yep. And just do the page turn. I love that page turn. Beautiful transition. Hmm. I'm heading to Maui. Send me a blonde. I'll see her there. Like, go. <laughs> yeah. Page peel. Yeah. Page peel. I thought so. She hosts the next one. There's a few different hosts. So Kim Horn did this one. Page peel does the <laughs> other one. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a looker that page peel. <laughs> Shout out Kimberly. Well, thanks Kimberly. Yeah, Hilarious. she was fine. Well, thanks Kimberly. I mean, she was the only one who was obviously very well scripted in things. They prevent squinting. Um, but I thought she she mm -hmm. did her job. I said no. Just play goal line. I had no issue with Kim <laughs> other than the over insistence of how unscripted everything was. Now, what you're going to see here was totally unrehearsed. Watch. But again, that's obviously Joe being like, in fact, none of our stuff is rehearsed. He must have just hired her. She's an actress or whomever. And he's like, just say these things. Say hello to the all new. I can't think of two people who have less chemistry. So pull it out. And less enthusiasm. I'll take my gloves off. Than those two people. And then just like, <laughs> still gave it 100% regardless. Which you'll find the turkey frying chart. They're a downfall. Yeah. You could have made them like sell hot dogs. Steam healthy vegetables, hot dogs and buns. And they would have been right. the same. The She's point. having a good old time. This is fun. You want to try the paint Come stick? On. How about you folks right here, okay? Right. Right. I want to get back to Sugarman a little bit. Sugarman. I think the way that he acts and the way he just like kind of sucks as a pitch person, mm -hmm. it is the marketing of the whole thing. And because he's like, he's the consumer the whole time. He lets people speak. And speaking of clarity. He like finds people that wear them. Now I noticed that you're wearing gloves. I feel like the entire thing is based on because he himself yeah. loves the product. I like love this kind of chicken. And he is so anti. It makes it all work. What's the idea behind circuit training? That's kind of why I fell in love with him. I like you. And it's incredible that um, we're going to probably all buy him. You're really impressed. I mean, it's yeah. yeah, like what did <laughs> Joe learn from the Army Intelligence Service and then in the CIA specifically. I'd like to see. We should FOIA some of the Joe Sugarman yeah. documents. Mm -hmm. They gotta be available. Yeah. It is. It's gonna be a challenge. <laughs> he learned it's not all about him. Aren't you good? And you don't need a script. Make it very clear. Nothing that you're going to see today has been rehearsed. And all you need is a good weapon. Psychological <laughs> weapon. The latest weapon in the war on wrinkles. Break the wrist, block away. <laughs> That's a bad posture. These are the Patriot missiles and sunglasses. <laughs> No, those are the those are the other ones. An eagle pops out of nowhere. Thank you, thank you for your shades. Yeah. And tech boys. Which could be deadly in a tactical situation. Well, I mean, the other thing about Sugarman though too, he's a Chicago boy. Later relocated to Las Vegas, but I mean, talking about salesmen from Chicago, mm -hmm. might as well hit it up with the chief. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's get ourselves some Rodney's. We all know infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning. But let's not forget, they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials, and that's why each week, 
the boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchmen, me, Ron Popeil. All right, Ronnie time. And we start with our Lynn Gerhardt. There's a treasure underneath. Award for best value Ooh. proposition. Our nominees are Clarity. Everyone focused on how mm. clear blue blockers make your life. I, I can honestly say the clarity is it's it's incredible. Safety because they block out 100% of both UV, not only the ultraviolet light, and Blu-ray. Well, blue blockers block 100% of the blue light. That's why Blockbuster is closed. Stop laughing. It's not fun. And health. No more squinting. Not squinting at all. So right. squinting leads to wrinkles. No squinting, so no nice little wrinkles around the eyes. So. <laughs> so blue blockers keep you young. You're not squinting at all. And... If you have prescription glasses, you get headaches. I'm like squinting and I always have a headache. So buy the clip-ons and then you'll be younger and not have headaches. That would definitely keep me from getting a headache. Ever again. And our last nominee <laughs> is fashion, babe. This is the God. I look okay. And even though I don't think they said that once in the infomercial. They didn't need to. We bought a pair of sunglasses that looked almost identical to blue blockers. Maybe that's another Sugarman thing. Where he's like, you know how good they look. We don't even have to talk about that. All right, Dano. So, yeah, the fashion, yeah. even though they didn't mention it, it spoke for itself and is therefore a nominee. Wow. Dude, he is dressed 1992. Those glasses are 1992. Mm -hmm. It has to be fashion. Like I was saying before, like he is the target <laughs> audience of these things. And he's selling this as the target audience. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Fashion all the way on these things. Do you ever have eyes on your face? Kidding. Of course you do. Look at these. Take a look through them. I know. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't put them on. I want you to put them on. Yeah. Oh, they didn't put them on yet. How do they fit? So we don't know. You're picking fashion though, Mark. Wait, are you call Mark a fashionist? Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. yeah. But that's the only thing I know. Yeah. A fashionista? <laughs> yeah. Maxinista? Wouldn't be the first time. And this is the first time you've ever made pasta in your life. I think you're right. Right. Because everybody wants to pick clarity, right? And everything is very clear, very sharp. Because clarity seems to be scientifically state-of-the-art kitchen science. The thing that all the people seem to be surprised by. And we're proud of them. Right. But like you're saying. If these things looked stupid. And you know what's even better? We watch a lot of these infomercials. There is a very good chance that you could watch a sunglass infomercial where they look idiotic. You better believe it. And you'd go, okay. We are better. Yeah, that's funny. Maybe I would wear them to a party to get a gag. Those giant over-the-glasses glasses. Trainer to the trainer. You saw after we watched this last week. Those are fucking ridiculous. If you wear glasses, driving at night can be downright dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. the senior citizen, the wraparound. Yeah, the cataract ones, yeah. Both in wraparound versions. That's why those were two for ten. And all for just ten dollars. It's like, oh, those are a piece of shit. I can't right. fuck those. <laughs> so, Mark, nice lead-in fashion. I'm following you. Yeah. Buys lunch. Whoa, man. Wow. Yeah, Dan. So there's a good section yeah. of this about two-thirds of the way through where I think they go back-to-back -back with the health. They're focusing on the headaches. Oh, that's better. The headache's gone. <laughs> and then they go to like two or three women who are like, no, it keeps me younger because I don't squint anymore. It's very important to a woman. When I take these off, naturally you're going to squint and you're going to have a line here and lines here. So my skin is better. I was like, In the last year or almost a year since I've been wearing the blue blockers, I have no further lines here or the line here. It's like they disappeared. Wow, that's like a lot of transitive problems property credit to give the sunglasses for that it's like oh it's like why don't you also credit the pool boy butter boy is coming to town that you started cheating on your husband with then you got a divorce so then you're no longer screaming so much then you didn't have those wrinkles either it's like oh that's great does that sound great so you have to credit the pool company and maybe the concept of chlorine i don't know it feels like too much of a walk to get there all right Dan. Well, those are different don't you dare say that about Molly Ringwald. You always had to squint. Whoa, whoa, Molly didn't say that. She has a sweetheart. That's sweet. Okay, she does things right. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right. You make fun of a kid who does everything right. You go after one that doesn't do the right things. What, what is wrong with society? 
Come after me. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. I want to be younger and to not get headaches. That would definitely keep me from getting a headache. So maybe that's why I wanted to lean towards health. Because the roll and bulge. But the fashion component was so obvious. That's all we've talked about. That's all I do. That's how good these fuckers look. I want to look like that guy. So it's got to be fashion, although yeah. I wish that I no longer squinted. I'm squinting. Had wrinkles. Which is a good thing. Get or headaches. Oh, that's Very better. Well. The headache's gone. <laughs> so, I think we'll give that the runner-up. We're a fashion-forward group. We look good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good, pay good, eat good. And that's why fashion is first. There are a lot of sunglasses that look like blue blockers, but aren't the same. That's right, and some of them even have names that are very, very similar. We bought a pair of sunglasses that looked almost identical to blue blockers. This is a pair of sunglasses that he calls blue blockers. It's supposed to look like blue blockers. Put them on. Yeah, they're real comfortable. They're, they're more comfortable than my Varnays, yeah. Welcome back. Searching for Sugarman. Well, we found him in a few different places. Okay, and that's why it's time for the Randy Potter. I'm gonna do a couple more real quick. Award for best set, where we hit up each of our locations <laughs> and determine which one was Ronnie worthy from Blue Blockers. And our nominees are the heavy favorite. I've been heavy all my life. Venice Beach. Well, Kimberly, the first segment was shot in Los Angeles at Venice Beach. Where they talk to 400 out of the 460 people that we meet in this 28 and a half minutes, including some good looking babes. It doesn't seem like you have glasses on. The sweet dudes. I had the original kind. An awesome Raiders hat. For indoors, even I wear my glasses indoors, so. Don't forget, well-known rapper in a sombrero. These are the ones that I like a two spice. We also go to NOLA on April <laughs> Fool's Day, so everyone's feeling great. We were in New Orleans on April 1st. Where we get to meet a wonderful character whose spoiler alert we will spend some time on, Shotley. Zorp. Z-O-R-P. We take our trip on the trolley in San Francisco. We started getting a lot of orders from a cable car company in San Francisco. And last but not least, everything plays in the framework of our visit with Kim and Joe on their... Only fans vacation at the Intercontinental Hotel and Resort in Maui. From the beautiful Intercontinental Resort Hotel in Maui, Hawaii. <laughs> Where they introduce each segment awkwardly. And I think I saw him try to touch her hand one time and she slapped me. I like toasted buns. I don't know about you. But those are our nominees. Venice Beach. Everything is clear. Nola. Zarp. San Fran. And we're proud of them. Or outside of the honeymoon suite in Maui. The juices are literally cascading down the skin. Marathon <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Sunglasses on. I want you to put them on. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kimberly. Here, hey, Kim, when you get out of the shower, just put these on. Only these. This thing didn't need to be in this many locations, which is so weird. See, I don't think you get it. I thought you got it until now. Now I'm not sure that you get it. Dave doesn't get it. I get, <laughs> I don't get it, actually. Explain it to me. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight? Like I'm a baby. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm fine? Think about it. New Orleans, they really showed you New Orleans. We were in New Orleans on April 1st. Except they didn't. Oh, right. They could have just been a parking lot. Could have been Worcester. <laughs> oh, you think it was a big lie? You think it was a big lie? Yeah, it was Indian Orchard, Massachusetts. It was all yeah, shot in a soundstage. Yeah, okay. That tracks with his weird sense of humor, too. It's April Fool's, too. It could be anywhere. Let me ask you another question. What date is today? What's today's date? Uh, April Fool's. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm thrown off by this. The Zorp Nola bit was fucking wild. I don't think it's real. This is not real, right? I got stuck on that. Me too, Dan. Wait. You're not uh, the Bellman. I don't remember all of this. Remember Barry Ozer? I remember he had a fucked up name and he was just a, a quote oddball. Kind of all around weird guy. So I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> he come off the rapper, bump, oddball. I think he was somewhere else. And I was like, oh, New Orleans. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> now knowing the, the psychological powers of Sugarman, his fucking army intelligence and CIA training. I mean, like, it's April Fool's Day. And the guy's like, what? He's like, is any of this real? I'm like, oh my god. Is this a joke? Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> terrible. You ever question the nature of your reality? MK Ultra. <laughs> that was the dream sequence, yeah. I think. He got MK Ultra. Yeah, Nola got dark fast. Yeah. It was really great. But like, if they're lying about it. The problem is, is people have been lied to. And Sugarman is in charge of this whole operation. <laughs> Operation Blue Blockers. They also could actually be there. It could be yeah, the truth. Butterfly effect. That's the beauty yeah. of Sugarman. So he yeah. went to 
New Orleans just to yeah. talk to that guy. That's what I'm and saying. And not show any New Orleans. No way. He was an operative. No way. He was a source. Yeah. Zarp's yeah. a double. Is he? What day is it today? Are you sure? What? April Fool's. Zarp pulls the trigger, I feel like. I'm yeah. a patsy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I already paid thousands. Go chair. Zarp's definitely in jail. I can't pick one of these. I can't possibly pick one of these. Yeah, you can. Because it's above me. You know what I mean? I don't know what to say. Are you afraid that if you pick one, you're falling into Sugarman's trap? Yeah. You have a good nose. There's a cabal in front of me that... that <laughs> uh, I pick Venice Beach. Ooh. Personally, being New Englanders and seeing Venice Beach in 1992. 64. It's magic. Looks magic. It's magic. But the bullet-fast magic that we like best... It yeah, looked magic. It's Venice Beach for me. Yeah. As much as we could possibly make fun of Venice Beach as who we are... So are we better? We don't know anything about it. Couldn't. Not allowed to. Too pale. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We'd all be too crispy too yeah. quick. Nice or crisp. Lighten up, man. I, I am. I am lightened up. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. Hi, my name? Oh, it's SPF 45. Come on, guys. We're having a good time here. Come on. I can't drive SPF 45. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I only do SPF 45 jokes. It's a new thing I'm trying to. Somebody pick New Orleans. Ooh, I'm picking New Orleans. Are you kidding me? <laughs> good, good. It's the best. It makes no sense. I've been asleep for 35 years. <laughs> I'm going to Mardi Gras. <laughs> Mr. David Ferry. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald was in New Orleans. <laughs> Fucking Zarp. <laughs> Zarp is a patsy. He's there. <laughs> Zarp is definitely a patsy. There's an alternate take where Zarp's like, I spent a couple of years and I met my wife in the Soviet <laughs> Union. <And you're>, what? <laughs> yeah. I think they were in uh, Germany together. Yeah. Oh, I thought Zarp was younger, but yeah, I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, oh no. He could have been young yeah. intelligence. Ooh, I mean, that's how MK yeah. Ultra started, right? You start him as kids, you start to break their psyche. Yeah. Yeah. Kids, yeah. We know stuff. You never know what dangers are behind this wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where are you going to go? You going to go Venice Beach, Dan? I wanted to go with Maui. Just because of the babe? There's no good intelligence angles in Maui. You can't <laughs> pick Maui. Oh, I think there is. There's a ton of army bases in Hawaii, so that kind of makes sense. That's true. Yeah. It's a midpoint. Yeah. Can we just talk about how bad the San Francisco stuff sucked? Because they spent so much time yeah. there. Uh, about 117 years. There was that block. It's like right after halftime. The inches we need are everywhere around us. It's the entire third quarter. So pull it out, and it's about three quarters of the way done now. They're in San Francisco for an <laughs> unnecessary amount of time. All right, so first of all, it's not done yet. And they roll in the, the history of the trolley photograph. They go Ken Burns on us for like 30 seconds. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that versus two more people on Venice Beach you could have had. Like Geek have another verse. Don't they talk to a pilot mm. or somebody that is like in the airline industry? I think you'd be interested in hearing from a professional airline pilot and a flight attendant who owned a pair, a couple pairs of very expensive sunglasses. Yeah, when does I'm like, why don't they do a little deep dive into the airline industry too? That seems like they should be protecting their eyes a little more than trolley cars. <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> Did the trolley guy say that he used to be a pilot? No. Uh, no. No, I think the whole funny joke, too, is there's no, like, sun in, in San Francisco. That's another Sugarman psyop that he's running on us? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, but you can wear them indoors. For indoors, even. The Raiders guy said it. I wear my glasses indoors. Wear them indoors, too. Yeah. It's for clarity. And speaking of clarity. He wears his Varnays indoor, too. In everything he does, yeah. But what are Varnays? Do I, am I missing something here? Mark, do you want to say it? Varnay Scott? <laughs> no, I was going with what you said last week. Oh. If you got to ask. You can't afford it. <laughs> I'm almost positive I said Barney Scott last week. I'm just kidding with you. I never said that. Barney. Oh, what the hell? I'm looking at the Barneys now. Here is a glass, right? They're like steampunk Snoop. glasses. Oh, nice. Horace Grant. Yeah, right. I took offense to that. They want them to look cool. Yeah. yeah. We can't pretend to keep up with this guy. Keep it running. You don't get anywhere without Venice Beach. So well, let's just give Venice Beach what they've rightly earned here. They carry all the weight. Let's make sure that Venice Beach mm -hmm. can also attach their Randy Potter couple more of these real quick. It feels so good. Awards the best set. Ronnie in their city hall. Nice. Well, Kimberly, the first segment was shot in Los Angeles at Venice Beach. We went to a sunglass booth over in Venice Beach. In this next scene, we were walking through Venice Beach. Remember when we were in Venice Beach? Everything is groovy now, Napoleon, my speech. This is what I do up and down Venice Beach. I didn't think I lost on that one because I also think New Orleans was probably good. <laughs> and Zarp was actually an asset. So. You blew my mind. Sugar Man Zarp, get out of here.
Operation Blue Blockers. Sugar Man, yeah. you have to get Zarp on camera. Sugar Man and Zarp present Operation Blue Blocker with Kimberly. <laughs> What's Treadstone? What's Treadstone? <laughs> Pull black water. Keep on rolling. <laughs> Shout out to Shaman. Welcome back to Jam Sesh. And it's time for the Nancy Nelson. Hi, what's your name? Formerly the Terry Scott magic. Award for Best Testimonial. And buckle that fuck up. We got a thousand of them. This whole goddamn thing <laughs> is testimonials. So our nominees in order of appearance are Dr. Geek. These are the ones that I like a two spike. Zarp. Zarp. Z-O-R-P. Anthony Kiedis and his girl. This shit good. Yeah, they're real comfy. Trot Nixon at the glasses tent. Clear. Unbelievable. Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Wow. Everything's, everything's bright. Lights everything up. Liam Schreiber slash Tony Clifton, the survivor of the Sugarman ambush attack who's pounding bruised at the pier. Honestly, I wear them at night sometimes to drive. We have Geraldo Rivera, a.k.a. Don Mattingly a.k.a. Joe DiMaggio and his wife. I had the original kind. <laughs> we have flip-up guy with the headaches. That would definitely keep me from getting a headache. We have Gretchen Mall before she hit it big. My head doesn't hurt. We have thus Eastern Europeans. I can see his top prescription. We have Anna Nicole. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We have Michael Imperioli. I, I can honestly say the clarity is, it's it's incredible. We have the original producer <laughs> of Miami Vice. Well, you know, I wear prescription glasses also. We have Nana. No, everything's as clear as if I had my regular correction glasses on. We have the Sam Fran cable car team featuring Joe Girardi, Mickey Rourke, and non-vegan Bon Jovi. Everybody should have them because there would be fewer accidents, I believe. If we have the pilot <laughs> and flight attendant couple. Big time surprise. How about you, kiddo? I, I love them. <laughs> we have goddamn Damn, Molly Ringwald. You always had to squint. Marissa Tomei. You're not squinting at all. Diane Weiss. Naturally, you're going to squint. Chuck Pompeo. Hello. Can <laughs> Pat from Wyoming. Chuck Lohm and my wife Pat. Fran Drescher. Yeah, that's isn't that isn't that fantastic. Mm. Al Skinner. Oh, late at night when I'm turning my TV from channel to channel, I've seen you guys on television. And Miami Dolphin Todd Rundgren to round it out. You know, I was really. Uh, Worried about ordering <laughs> through the mail. Easily our biggest category in history. Definitely the most creative we've ever been of yeah. just. Right. So we do this every time we have a watch party. We always just throw lookalike names to whoever shows up on screen. Mr. Joseph Sugarman. But there were so goddamn many of them. And it's all it was that it was amazing <laughs> going back through all of these people. Most people have very small kitchens. And catching every name that we called them. <laughs> Not to mention when it started to drag, that's yeah. all we kind of had as well. They brought us down with them. Yeah, it was pretty great. This feels like a college football, like this is like the top 25 basically. It's like, all right, you know Bama and Clemson are like, it's going to be, it's going to be Geek or Zarp, but like, I guess we got to go through the conferences and try to make sure we at least fill in some of the other bowl games. Well, Kedis is that nine and two team that you do not want to play. Definitely. I, I don't do anything without glasses on. Yeah, it's, he's your Boise State. Yeah. Man, they, they run a weird offense. For indoors, even. I wear my glasses indoors. So. They're always doing yeah. trick plays. I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to see Kedis. And speaking of clarity. Like, yeah. I hope they don't get into the college football playoff. Mark, who's your dark horse to get into the playoff that you know that Zorp and Geek don't want to see? Well, Zorp's been um, he's been injured for the second half of the year. Like the guy's coming back once playoffs starts. I'm, I am not worried about him at all. Fuck those San Fran guys. I don't want them on my team. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Stanford had their run. <laughs> I tell you, uh, Pac-12 strong. You think this year they got seven guys? I have my big board top fifty at least, maybe the top twenty-five. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. <laughs> pilot and flight attendant. Sexual <laughs> harassment. How about you, kiddo? I mean, the whole thing's bad. I'm the pilot, I'm the pilot you're the now. flight attendant. Uh-oh. He says something real weird to her. How about you, kiddo? But I have it right here, too. And she says, you're not the uh, bellman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you picked that up, too? They yeah. use Millennium. But it's the most important <laughs> thing we've heard in here that they should probably know how to see if they're mm -hmm. flying in the sun. So, yeah, with the sexual harassment and having a really important job to see yeah. clearly. I got to go with them as a dark horse. Do you think it was awkward when this commercial aired when her husband and his wife saw this and they were like, why were you two in Venice Beach? I thought you were flying the overnight. He's like, no, 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 no. We, we weren't there together. Like, we no. were on the same crew. She's like, <laughs> you should have a fucking commercial together. Are you serious? No, no, honey, you're not listening. You're not listening. They want our opinion because she's it was a 48-hour layover. You said it was 10. Honey, it was New Orleans. <laughs> this was played at two separate divorce hearings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I want to be at that one. Geek comes out. I mean, that's a good divorce hearing. Yeah. I got to say that I think there's a few threats here. Playing tournament? Let's go. Yeah. Michael Imperioli's <laughs> probably on the low end. Hey, Mike. I mean, he's like one of those teams that comes out of Texas, like the Horn Frogs or something. I'm Kimberly Horn. I get, you got to give Marissa Tomei something. No. What's an East Coast team that's like, eh, maybe we're worried about them? There's no time to cry. ACC. Maryland. Cuse when McNabb was there. Rutgers. Rutgers when was there yeah oh, yeah. Little, little mike teal i love a syracuse though dan i love that orange glow tomei's a syracuse you know back in the day shout out mcnab got mellow did you like nana no wrong how'd you not like nana she didn't bring nothing to the table <laughs> oh mike campbell mike campbell from <laughs> not the u You're not the heartbreak university of florida <laughs> so you got to give mike campbell maybe a shot whoa really yeah yeah you gator boy yeah the heartbreakers most of them mike campbell plays uh university of florida guitar Look it up, Google it, pause the podcast right now. Like, subscribe first, then pause. Hey, listen, guys, I'm going with a dark horse. <laughs> I am going with Kiedis and his girl. He was wild. It's everything I want about LA. I don't think he qualifies as a dark horse. I think he's part of the Zorp <laughs> Geek Kiedis category. They're like the LSU. Yeah, they're the second yeah. SEC team that you know they're getting in. They might yeah. end up a four seed because they have two losses, but they're still they're definitely in the play. Well, it doesn't matter because he's mine. He's all mine, and you can't have him. One's mine. You can't have it. You're riding him all the way. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Socking all. Socking all. That's pretty. Good. Wait, he's your dark horse or he's your winner? He's my pick. Yeah. My dark horse is probably Tomei. The yeah. defense is wrong. All the way home. What? Okay. You're going to ride that Keeds train all the way up all those hills in San Fran from mm -hmm. Venice Beach and all the way past Zarp and Geek. Yep. Wow. Sunglasses indoors. Yeah, he really does. He's about that life. Let me clarify. Things are a lot clearer than you But my pick is yeah. Zarp. 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 John. John. I regret it already. <laughs> he puts sunglasses on and he just says, this is great. <laughs> this is great. And what's great? He's like, just having sunglasses on, just being able to see, like, there's so much... He puts them on. This is great. Like, do you remember what else he man. said? He said, I love wow, this actually feels like a different set of eyes. Yeah. Things are a lot clearer. <laughs> yeah. It's not like sunglasses at all, actually. It feels like, um, yeah, like a different set of eyes. It definitely takes all the glare out. That's CIA shit. This is real good. Mm -hmm. And then Truman's yeah. like, oh, let me, let me ask you another question to keep in your mind for a while. What's the date today? He's like, oh, my God. He's like, is this real? This is not real, right? Is this real? Are you, are you joking me? And then and Sugarman tells him to draw his own conclusions. <laughs> that one's fucked up. Yeah. We're going to have to watch this again. <laughs> but Dr. Geek, RIP Dr. Geek, um, passed yeah. uh, November of 2014. He was known as a wordologist, mm -hmm. then kind of Sweet. tagged as Blue Blocker Man because of this hit. He is known for having honed his craft in his native Detroit while he was working as a mobile ice cream vendor. Oh. So how dope would Geek have been rolling through your neighborhood rapping and selling ice cream? That would yeah. so fucking cool. Really yeah. cool. With blue blockers. Sweet Geek. Yeah. He was just kind of like a Venice Beach fixture, but he was like a known figure at all of like the greater LA tailgate scenes. For like the Raiders, the Chargers, USC, hmm. UCLA. Interesting. Was he selling stuff in those? I don't know. I think he's just a personality. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him as just like a super fan, just taking pictures with people uh, yeah. walking through, right? Yeah, just like a dude, exactly. Because he was also a legit radio guy. Oh, there you as go. Well, okay. so he, be he okay. became like a prominent, like real DJ and personality, and he had a show with Big Boy on Power One Hundred Six. Whoa. Yeah. And then he also worked with, with Stryker uh, during his time at K-Rock. No kidding. He's like the only legitimate celebrity name you just called that. He for. seemed like a sweet guy, and he's actually known for his philanthropy and an advocate for youth and families for 30 years. Yeah, yeah but what did Zorp do? He didn't get a, a written obituary. Yeah. He's well, he got blue pill. Underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did the blue blocker stop yeah. the red pill? Zorp was an orphan <laughs> who got in, who got picked up by military intelligence and well, you know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of called work. Doctor Geek was fantastic. I love that they just let him go. I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't stop him. It's positive and a detractor that he is a known commodity, and so it seems like at the time, like in '92, he was probably just kind of like a local character. I think this made mm -hmm. him like kind of put him on the scene of being like, oh, that big sweet guy who refs, he could be on the radio. He's a personality. 
kind of like it uh like springboarded like an actual career out of it so yeah. i think sugarman profited the most mm -hmm. from blue blockers as a whole but from this one infomercial i feel like geek got the biggest push dump it in it's based on how things went and the fact that he was just known as blue blocker man because yeah. of how dope his rap was mm -hmm. he got some <laughs> airtime from this yeah he earned it yep. and his sombrero was fucking sweet that's sweet yeah <laughs> it was good hats Better hat, sombrero, or the Raiders hat? Raiders. You're just trying to beat that keys drum, but yeah. No, that was a dope-ass Raiders hat. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop addicted to the gang gang. Were they L.A. in 92? Feels right. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. You love L.A.? Man, imagine having an L.A. Raiders shirt or something like that. You and Randy Newman? Shoot. Sure. <laughs> Shout out Randy Newman. <laughs> I love Randy Newman. Who doesn't? I don't. All right. While we're in sports misinformation corner, I would like to correct the record for some of my wild swings uh, at the 1992 San Francisco Giants. Bobby Bonilla. Oh, yeah. Yep. Thank you. Bobby Bonilla never played for the Giants, nor did Mark Bellhorn. Yeah. So big, big swing and a miss by me. Just a bit outside. Benito Santiago only got the limelight of his career there. He overlapped in the Bonds days and got himself a ring in 02 in his three turns there in 01 to 03 but my one saving grace is i was correct that will clark was indeed there their power hitting three hitting first baseman so good for me should have got matt williams that's bad mm -hmm. that neither of us got nice. matt williams that's a bad one that's yeah. a mess bobby bonilla was the only one that stuck out as wrong mm -hmm. to me and i don't know shit about that thanks yeah it's, how many push-ups you want but yeah back into nancy and terry's <laughs> corner and honestly i mean i thought going in there is no way that it wouldn't be Dr. Geek. Paso, amigo, and hey, senorita, with the blue blockers, your life is muy bonita. And that this would forever just be the Dr. Geek Award going forward, so we could always roll in that rap. Alabama can't always win. Sometimes Bama gets upset. No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. And sometimes you think it's going to be the second matchup with LSU. You know, you think it's going to be the Keeds who's going to knock them off. And then sometimes... The best player on the field is good enough to win. And when Zorp is your Trevor Lawrence, you know you're going to get some hardware. So mm. we're going to the South. We got to nice. go with Zorp. That's our guy. <laughs> Fucking Zorp. He thought there were different eyes. Yeah. I actually feels like a different <laughs> set of eyes. Visionary. Imagine if somebody just gave you <laughs> eyes that are better. Yeah. That would be very nice of them. <laughs> He described himself as kind of an all-around weird guy. Sure. And then when Joe asked him what he's doing for work, he said, mostly balloons. Did you catch a game last night? Yeah, sculpting. Mm -hmm. He's a sculptor. Mime, sculpting, and yeah, mostly balloons. balloons. Yeah. Are you working here? Yeah, it's kind of called work. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> right at it. Can't do it better now. I'm one of the better sculptors in the world. I'm one of the better sculptors in the world. Are you? Really? <laughs> Man, mm -hmm. honestly, he needs this. Yeah. <laughs> Geek did yeah. amazing. Keeds and his wife, who were still hanging out in the sun, smoking heaters, they're doing great. Yeah. Probably still look exactly the same and way better than I mm -hmm. ever will. <laughs> so they don't need it. We have Schreiber, Tony Clifton. Yeah. Still flicking darts <laughs> in the Pacific. Congratulations. Sorry. I hope you made it out of NOLA. I hope you're teaching in an elementary school uh, in the Midwest somewhere because that's what feels right. I hope your next mission in Operation Blue Blockers, you had a different handler because I think the Sugar Man was rough with you. So congrats to Saul. Now in this next segment, we were in New Orleans on April 1st. And Joe, what is April 1st? Well, let's find out. No, seriously, just stand over here. All right. What is your name? Sorry. What is it? Zarp. Z-O-R-P. What do you do, Zarp? Uh, kind of all-around weird guy. Uh, mine, balloons, magic, juggle, stuff like that. You know? Are you working here in the Uh Yeah, it's kind of called work. Well, what do you do? Fine. Um, most of the time, balloons. I'm one of the better sculptors in the world. I don't know if you know about balloon sculpting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a pair of sunglasses. I want you to put them on. And I want you to tell me what you think. Take a look through them. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> What is this? This is great. It's not like sunglasses at all, actually. It feels like, um, yeah, like a different set of eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 things are a lot clearer, do you notice? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It takes all the flare out. This is good. This is real good. Okay. Now, let me ask you another question. You can keep them on for a while. Let me ask you another question. What date is today? What's what? today's date? Uh, April Fool's. <laughs> Uh, April 1st. Uh, April Fool's. Yeah. Well, such... <laughs> this is not real, right? <laughs> so you're doing this just for a joke, for practical? This is great. Is this a joke? Draw your own conclusion. <laughs> you're terrible. You're mean. 
<laughs> These are good sunglasses, but this will be a joke. <laughs> All right, guys. Head to the home stretch. I feel like the way they treated Dr. Geek is they let him run out the clock, too. Did it count is the question. They brought him back and you got to see him for the mm. last, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds of visual time. Then they flipped it to the, the full screen squiggly graphic of the call now page with his rap playing over it on the way out. So maybe this is one of Mick's inspirations to get some music behind the power driver. But one of the reasons that we know he didn't do it right is because he was paying out of pocket. Uh-oh. When he could have just gone to Venice Beach. Like mm. he could have got the geek. He could have got someone else. Could have ripped it off. Better, cheaper, faster. So not only are we better. And still, mm. you know, I'd be able to buy a power driver in a store like we can all buy blue blockers now. He was signed for a one-day contract. <laughs> he retired as the blue blocker, man. He did. Based on... He did, yeah. Yes, you Available information, he never committed to another set of sunglasses for the rest of his career. You'll also receive a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold sunglasses. Yeah, he's got integrity. Yeah, he's got integrity. <laughs> not five, not six, not, not seven, not eight. I mean, we usually ask the question of, would you buy blue blockers? Well, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Obviously. I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? But before we mm -hmm. go, do we want to take a peek and figure out exactly which blockers? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dave, do you want to tell us what you ordered? And then for Mark and I, who are still browsing, which ones we're leaning towards? Yeah, I got the classics because I figured it would be silly not to for the low, low price. Of so you got two of them. Did they send you two? Yeah, yeah. 50 bucks. Wow. Did you go black and Demi Turk, two black or black and white? No, I got the two black original aviator. Mm -hmm. Blue blockers. The Demi Tortoise. Yeah. Oh, oh is that? Jeez. Mm. Maybe I went too fast. You're going to start getting trolley car yeah. career <laughs> opportunities. I mean, the Aviators, how can you not? Yeah. I like that. The gold Aviator. Yeah. Does it come with an eight ball? Dan, are you going to get the pewter stingers? Look at those grill marks. Those are 80 bucks. Polarized. That's right. I always trend towards them ball player glasses, brother. You have a good nose. I don't know. It's going to be tough for me to shell out them kind of bucks for glasses because... Lose them? Like I said, I'm awful about maintaining sunglasses i'm terrible at it i always break them i'm very nervous about that i feel like i would be doing blue blockers a disservice by owning them but at the same time i feel like i'd be doing myself a disservice i didn't treat myself just once in my life so mark what would you go with classic classic oh yeah yeah nostalgic yeah. but uh, we know his style like some of the classic styles are always going to come back around if I'm going to spend money on blue blockers, I know I would immediately regret not having the originals. You yeah. bought blue mm -hmm. blockers, but you didn't, you didn't get the blue blockers? Mm -hmm. yeah. You did it wrong. They're cool, too. You can't go on the internet right now and buy the H2O Vac Turbo. Buys lunch. Out of nostalgic right. appeal. Right. It doesn't exist. You're about to become very surprised, Mimi. But, like, sunglasses are always going to be that way. And that's why I think this thing is just such a no-brainer. I mean, you can get an H2O van off of Poshmark for 135 bucks, but I mean, yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. Yeah, you're like buying it from a museum <laughs> or something. <laughs> Joe Fowler Museum of History. You get this, and you also get a framed mm. eight by ten of a freeze frame of him in Cobra. <laughs> Great, this is fantastic. The women's models are exactly the same as the men's models. That's very well. Mm. Yeah, Sugar Man doesn't see gender. Are you buying some? Yeah, I gotta get it. And that's the other thing too, is it's still the two for 50. Like they've maintained that. That's bananas. Yeah, and weird. Great though. So $49.99 in 1992 money translates to $94.38 in today money. You're getting a 50% off deal and getting two per by buying the two classics for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's why I bought them. <laughs> I mean, the Sugar Man is counting on idiots like me doing that math. Like, These fucking idiots always do this shit. They just keep buying mm -hmm. the sunglasses. They're so dumb. They're mm -hmm. so dumb. <laughs> so shout out, Sugar Man. That's sweet. Hey, send to the woman, <laughs> 92. And JFK, weirdly. About <laughs> yeah. a magic bullet. I've been asleep for 18 years. <laughs> Kenny O'Donnell. That's a different Costner <laughs> JFK movie, yeah. sir. <laughs> I know. He did them all. My blues have been blocked. What else is there to say? Go on, get yourself some blue mm -hmm. blockers. Right? Yeah. Right. Clarity. Yes. You can still get them. Yeah. Geek, play us out. Evan. All right. Uh, now, I'm 
See you, Blue Lady. All right. Nice. Love it. All right, bye, guys. Have fun, your man. I love these blue blockers. Everything is clear. They block out the sun. Oh, yeah. I got to get me some. Everything is groovy now. No bull in my speech. This is what I do up and down Venice Beach. My name is Geek. I'm more than a hip hopper. And I'll be cheek in my blue blockers. Yeah. Now, what I mean? Yeah, these sunglasses are really, really keen. So there you have it, folks, out there in TV land. Get you some glasses. They're sweeping the land. Remember what I said? Now, I'm a hip hopper. Yeah. Go get you some blue blockers. Mm. Now, yep, it's sweet. I'll see you later. I got to make some money on the beach. Because what you heard me say on TV, they give him these pairs of blockers for free. Everything is fake. Now listen to me. Like I said before, they gave them to me free. You can get them where? You got to order them on TV? All right. Now believe you me, there's a number soon that appear on your screen. Everything is groovy. Do you know what I mean? I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yep, these knockers are okay with me. Yeah, see? It's the fact. My blocker, yeah, they go with my hat. What more can I say? Oh, they are so nice. These are the words that I like are too spice. Everything is straight now. I must speak. Blue blockers, yep, are for a doctor geek. Que paso, amigo. And hey, senorita, with the blue blockers, your life is muy bonita. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at Call Now Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. If you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Call Now. This has been a B-plus effort. We'll try harder next time.